0: hi thanks for coming hey girl
1: thanks for coming well hello and thanks for coming america my name's seth what's yours hello it's jamal hi it's stony and i'm no longer a cake (laughs) oh yay he's a real boy (laughs) All right, you guys, we have a fun week for you here at Thanks for Coming. Just before we get into our honesty spill of the week, are there any updates that you wanted to share, or should we just get into
2: it? Ooh, no updates over here. Business as usual.
0: Yeah, girl, I'm just... My only update is I'm putting together an IKEA sectional, so I'll be very busy <laughs> with that for the next, like, three years.
1: <laughs> you haven't finished yet?
2: Well... I have part of it finished <laughs> We're kind of stuck because we're waiting on a cover that we knew they didn't have at the time but you kind of have to keep an eye out and when it's available you go pick it up so we don't have that piece yet so we can't really finish it until we have that cover yeah so now uh.
0: so now I just have like pieces laying around and it's like really like testing my anxiety because I hate like incomplete <laughs> projects but the colors yeah. are going
2: to look fabulous.
1: Yes, I'm excited to see a picture. You'll have to snap it to the account so people can see your your bougie, fancy new couch. <laughs> yes,
2: <laughs> can't wait.
1: Why? Well, I, I don't have much to update you guys on either. I did purchase a Nintendo Switch, and that's really exciting for me. <laughs> Yay, Seth's going to come visit my Animal Crossing island. Yes, I'm going to bomb your island, girl. Ah! <laughs> no,
0: we're playing Splatoon first. Yeah. Tell
1: all your characters that they're put on notice. <laughs> That's how you play Animal Crossing, right? It's like a war game. Yeah, you just
0: murder all the animals on the island. I'll leave them a (laughs) bullet and
2: let them know you're coming.
0: Whichever animals get murdered first wins.
1: (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) I'm gonna win this. Mercy. Yeah, we're. I'm really excited to get that, and we can, you know, all of us three can play and and maybe I don't know if anybody else out there has a Switch. I can figure out how to play with you (laughs) too
2: yeah we'll show we will show you the nintendo ropes
0: yes for another show nick has one now too so we can all play splatoon
1: maybe i don't want to play with nick though so (laughs) okay (laughs) this is really awkward (laughs) sorry nick (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right well let's go ahead and get into our honesty spill of the week i have a lot to say about this episode so let's get into it uh, honest tea. <laughs> well hey everyone welcome back to our honest tea spill of the week we are back 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 again to bring you all the latest tea about all stars five uh we're getting down to the nitty-gritty Yes. Who's going to win?
0: I don't know. Hang on. Let me check my notes real quick. Oh, my gosh.
1: Oh, oh. there's so many notes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, I guess. no. Blair's not winning. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Yikes. Wow, spoiler
1: alert. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, this was a um, an emotional week. You know, we've got to the top four. They're all feeling, you know, very connected to each other and like a family and they don't want anyone to go I guess but they all want to win the crown
2: <laughs> yeah it's that point in the competition of course where the queens are really really close with each other and it's hard to see anybody go
0: yeah it's yeah. it's definitely to the point where it's like the top the top of the top so I don't know I, w- I was glad to see like kind of all stars five come together <laughs> with like this top these top queens uh-huh. um, because I don't know the beginning felt a little lackluster to me <laughs>
1: yeah i agree i feel like we're finally getting like into the swing of it and we're at the finale so uh better late than never
2: yeah i was a little slow to warm up and i'm totally gonna make that into a t-shirt for a stony. the top 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 of the top
1: toppity top tops that's a good shirt yes I'm going to make one that says bottom, D bottom, 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 D. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Equal representation here, everyone. Hey, I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, let's go ahead and get into it. At the top of the show, we see Alexis Mateo has gone home.
2: Bye, Cha-Cha Diva. Bye. She will be missed. That was a the competitor there. And you know, if she made it to the finale, she would have brought her A game.
1: Yeah, she would have. I, w- I would. Yeah. I mean, a, a little bit of the first plot points I have talk about Alexis. So I'll just go ahead and get into it. So You know, Alexis was eliminated. The girls are coming back to the workroom and they sing their praises for Alexis, which is a lot easier now that she's out of the competition.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The weight has been lifted off of everybody's shoulders, so the floodgates are open.
1: That's right, girl. So, what I hope Alexis takes out of this is that the queens actually do admire her. And, you know, she really got a bad rap on the show. So you know, a little bit was her own doing, you know, with the drama with Cracker towards the beginning, possible alliances, but she really, really got screwed over by India (laughs) Farah.
2: Yeah, that whole story really brought her down, I think. Like, her um, potential success level, that was completely brought down by that drama and it just distracted everybody from what she really had going on, you know? Yeah, I feel like India... I don't know. Everything she
0: does, like, ruins everyone else's careers. So
2: <laughs>
1: Basically.
0: I, I feel terrible that Alexis, like, tarnished, like, maybe her legacy
1: somewhat with this bullshit. Right. I mean, it's, you know, they don't even have to show what happened anymore because India said what happened in an interview. I think it was with Entertainment Weekly. She said basically after the voting india was just like asking alexis did you vote for shay Mm -hmm. and so there was no like plot to get shay out like india made it seem like like what a shady little bitch
2: yikes yikes india Mm -hmm. not good sus
1: (laughs) yeah i'm waiting i'm also waiting for india 3.0 like Derek barry (laughs) (laughs) we don't we do not need to see india 3.0 yeah, I'm waiting for India 3.0. <laughs>
2: Listen, I told you, Derek Barry and Alexis Mateo are about to be best judies over this.
1: Hell yeah. I mean, everyone was like really upset with Derek at the beginning of the season because, oh, Derek's being so shady to Alexis b- or uh, to India, but he deserved it. She's a shady little bitch. The truth always comes out. Yeah, isn't that what India said? The truth always comes out of the light or whatever. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah what's what's in the dark always comes to light, or some bullshit
1: yeah now we can see that you're a bitch <laughs> is it bad that i'm just like kind of
0: bored by like india and Derek's drama though like part of me is just like this is like c celebrity reality oh, no. drama like this is the spinoff i didn't need to see you Ooh. know what i mean like i would rather like have
1: like drama with like real like all stars.
0: <laughs> it's
2: real bad when Stoney is reading. I don't know. I
1: love the drama. Wouldn't it be funny if there was like a simple life and it was like Derek Barry and, and India Farah? Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure. <laughs> I mean, the thing is,
0: I bitch about it, but I would probably watch it. Yeah. Who would like <laughs> yeah, to? Would.
2: Somebody who would like to like donate for that so we could pitch that story.
1: That would be great. But, um, yeah, I don't know. India just really rubs me the wrong way because she was being so fake the whole season and everyone is like, yeah, we love you, India. It's like, she's just a little snake in the grass.
2: Well, I'm sure as the season completely wraps, we're only going to get more into the tea as um, social media comments are made, like potentially a reunion, you know, I'm sure this is going to come back up.
1: Well, you see the girls come back next episode, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think we'll find out next week. <laughs> yes. Yeah, sounds like it. <laughs> yes. Uh, we can talk a little bit about that at the beginning or at the end of the episode, so... Alright, so then Ms. Cracker reveals that she voted for, you know, someone in the room. She's building it up and everyone thinks maybe it's Blair, maybe it's me, Juju, maybe it's Shay. But no, she just voted for Alexis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: Miss Miz always setting up the um fake drama there. Yeah, definitely yes. was the not line. what we
1: expected. <laughs> the punchline. <laughs> I was like, living for that the suspense so the next day the workroom ms cracker reads alexis's mirror message (laughs) bam be your best but be happy ass yeah ass
2: (laughs) 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 it did look like borderline ass like it's it meant all stars five of course but it did read ass
1: i'm still
0: not convinced that it didn't say ass (laughs) I mean, it was, like, a subtle
2: little, like, dig, maybe. A little dig, maybe.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so, this week, we are getting right into the Maxi Challenge. The girls this week are going to have to show off in a comedy smackdown at RuPaul's Shady Shat, which is basically there every week in the form of rupaul's drag race (laughs) (laughs)
2: basically that is that is absolutely correct um it's a roast style competition so we get to see the queen's comedy chops if they exist yeah this is like
0: interesting to me because immediately i thought like this is ms cracker's challenge to win but also like with ms being like so in her head all the time i was like questioning whether or not like she would actually do good because we saw like snatch game like she wasn't even there practically so
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I don't know it, it was um really exciting you know the comedy challenges are always fun the roasts are always fun yeah
2: and this is also one where people are probably looking at JujuB because Jujub is naturally funny so there's kind of like an expectation there for juju as well as cracker
1: didn't um didn't juju have to do a comedy challenge in her original season? I feel like there was a comedy challenge, and then like maybe Dita Von Teese was the guest judge that one.
2: This is sounding familiar. I can't remember. Yeah,
1: I can't. Let me know if I remembered it right.
2: (laughs) We'll do our googles.
1: Yes, girl. Um, All right, so uh, you know the girls go back to the workroom to get ready, and because Ms. Cracker won the challenge last week, she gets to pick the order of the performances. So that's a little bit of shade potential right there.
2: Oh, completely. I was excited to see what Ms. would do with this power. Yes.
1: Yes. And initially Shay is very nervous about this performance because she doesn't think that she's a funny queen. So we're, you know, initially right off the bat, like a little bit worried for Shay this episode.
2: Yeah. It's always tough to, um, kind of snap out of that energy when the Queens are like worried themselves because we already see them as superheroes, but hey they're still humans and they've got nerves too and not everybody's perfect at every aspect of their craft
0: yeah right and i thought with shay too like i think it helps when these queens have been like on tour for a while and like have been on their own clubs like doing their own clubs because i'm sure like especially in shay's performance i felt like Mm -hmm. it was more of a conversation and then she just kind of had some like funny jokes so i feel like to me, anyway, it seemed like she kind of took that energy from her like club performances mm-hmm. and used that to like do a good job. Yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah, most definitely. Um, a couple small things that made me happy, um, and I feel like these are real small details, so we're getting into all right, merry territory here. <laughs> so I liked the little clip of Blair kind of sitting in the chair with her legs over the side of it you know getting her routine ready oh yeah the mm b-roll the b-roll and then it's then like she goes to get out of the chair and you see her like almost fall out (laughs) she like (laughs) spin too hard
2: yeah she almost wiped out that's some shit i would do
1: definitely same here (laughs) um and then after that you just see ms cracker um just stand up and like full out running (laughs) to the table Mm -hmm. like
2: darting over to the table
1: yeah just those (laughs) two little nuances made me really happy i don't know why i just really enjoyed it both times i watched this episode
2: well it's like those little behind the scenes moments that it kind of pulls you out of the show for a second and it's like these are still people you know in a very unique scenario on a tv show and they're humans like the rest of us and they've got to be silly and have fun and get through the bullshit too you know
1: Definitely. So now the girls, they're at the table to discuss the order of the performances. And Cracker tells the girls how shady she was while picking the order and why each place that she put them in sucks. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> i thought that this was very fair of uh, Ms because everyone got equal treatment everyone got a description because you know the bitches always want to know why they were put somewhere so i thought miz was just being upfront. front yeah and
0: i guess at least you know miz was just being transparent and basically saying this is exactly why i did what i did so nobody can be like shady bitch because
2: she came out with it <laughs> And it also reads as pure strategy, so you can't really come at her for being strategic for a moment near the finale.
1: And I was also wondering if this was all just like a deadpan, like uh, a whole meta thing where it's like, this is supposed to be shady, but this is and and this is why it's shady, because then like you see all the girls reactions to cracker and what she was saying so it's like almost as if they were in on the joke and they're all like you know because it's like the whole like breaking the fourth wall of it being a reality show sort of thing
2: oh i mean i couldn't
1: figure out if that was what was happening uh, or if everyone was just being funny
2: (laughs) oh i guess i didn't think about that
1: i don't know maybe we'll never know if you guys think so let me know drop us a line on the twitter at tfc pod yeah maybe we'll do a poll Yes. So alright. This is the order of the performances. First will be Juju B, then Blair, then Ms. Cracker, and finally Shea Coulee. Okay, I'm not mad at this lineup. Yeah, they saved the best for last. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, Whitney.
1: <laughs> so then the girls go into rehearsal with Ross Matthews and funny lady Jane Krakowski. <laughs> Oh, 30 Rock.
2: Yes, I love her
0: so much. So yeah, I was excited to see her.
1: I'm like Definitely. crazy cat
2: lady. Like I only know her from 30 Rock. I'm not really familiar with all her other work. I know she was in um, my um, Kimmy Schmidt, but I didn't really um get into that show. So um I was still kind of excited to see her because 30 Rock was really like a really funny comedy show.
0: Yeah, 30 Rock was what I think she's most well-known for i know i believe she was in alec mcbill like back in the 90s oh Uh, like that i remember her like being having like a prominent role in that show
2: and comedy is usually not like my go-to genre so that's like high praise for me
1: yeah i don't know i just feel like i don't know if i know her from anything specifically but i just feel like she's one of those actors where you just see her in in like all the like a lot of movies mm-hmm. and they're always funny. Yes, exactly. Alright, so we are in rehearsals and I really liked the joke, the first joke that Juju threw out. Um hi, I'm Juju You might know me from that one time you had sleep paralysis. <laughs> <laughs> that was I funny. thought that was hilarious. <laughs> and Ross and Ja they were too dumb to figure out what the joke was.
2: <laughs> I know. They were just like we have to think too hard about that. I thought it was funny as well. <laughs>
1: That was so funny and I was so mad that she didn't say it in the in her set cuz it catches you off
2: guard and like it just makes you laugh because mostly you're like what the fuck
1: <laughs> Can you just imagine like if you're having sleep paralysis and you look up and like this Bee is in the corner just like hey <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so funny. So then uh, Jane and Ross really blow hot air up Blair's ass and telling her how funny she was.
2: Ooh, child. Like, that was was real bad, thinking back on it now. Yeah, I never like it whenever they do stuff like that because it just makes me nervous.
1: (laughs) It's just, like, rude.
2: Well, no shade. Like, Blair is already a queen who's, like, got plenty of confidence. So she's already got the energy, like... You know, if any of her ideas are challenged, she's somewhat defensive before she <laughs> will think creatively about it and why somebody would interpret the art the way that they did. So if if she's up here practicing and just like laying out these jokes and they're like, oh, that's cute. That's fun. Like in Blair's mind, that's like, oh, this is going to be a hit.
1: Right. I'm slaying it. <laughs> yes. Yeah,
2: so I'm slaying this gig. And hey, that's just her personality. But this was dangerous because we saw this crash and burn coming
1: definitely and i and i do think that blair was really funny in the rehearsal yeah yeah i don't know where that went (laughs) but right yeah the rehearsal was not bad right it was just frustrating but uh, we'll, we'll get into the performances in a second cracker is still in her head and i think that the ted talk idea was really fun but i just don't think she had it like structured right like they she definitely needed a joke at the beginning but then go into the ted talk
2: yeah i think a lot of the queens are like struggling with overthinking these jokes and like if you have to explain anything too much or set it up for too long it's just not gonna land
0: yeah and i just feel like the ted talk concept like you have to have that like set up as a concept in general like It's hard to go out there when it's like supposed to be a comedy show and then pretend that it's a TED talk all of a sudden.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, that's very true. Um, I love Shay's nervous laugh like throughout this whole season, but just really appreciated this episode.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Was she, is she like a nervous burper? Like,
1: (laughs) well, she had a lot of ginger ale and Tums. So I guess that combination is just a. A recipe for a lot of burping (laughs) lots
2: of gas action going on i was like oh my gosh shay is gonna explode
1: yes that was really funny though (laughs) all the girls were like what is going on here (laughs) but yeah shay um she's just really still trying to figure out like who she is and where she's going and i think that ross really helped out to kind of push her in the right direction
2: yeah, I think that the guidance... Um, Shay's really good at taking the note. So it clicks for her because she already knows that she's borderline getting into her head. And Shay has the ability to kind of step back and see what the judges are saying and, you know, give it a try and hope for the best.
1: Very much so. So back in the workroom, the girls are getting ready for the show. Uh, Jujuby and Cracker are playing a fun game of Cut the Pickle. <laughs> <laughs> sounds, cut the pickle this sounds
2: scary and dangerous
1: that was so funny i just love that little point a lot because you can just see them being like you know real people and having fun mm-hmm. yeah you cut the pickle and you get the tickle. Ah! <laughs> so uh then uh blair tells all the girls how great she did in the rehearsal <laughs> and and had so much material and for once blair isn't delusional because i think that she did really well in the rehearsal and i think that there was some something happened between rehearsal and show day and we just got off the rails i don't
2: i don't know what happened um blair coming back and telling the girls how well she did i don't think that this is anything she's doing maliciously i just think that this is blair's personality she likes to share what she's got going on i don't think there's anything wrong with that i can see as a viewer how it comes off as like very annoying it's like oh here this bitch goes again but at the end of the day i think this is just who blair is and she did have a good rehearsal. So whenever she's, you know, feeling good, whenever anybody's feeling good about their performance, they're going to be hyped up a little bit. So um, she's feeling her oats in this moment. Yeah. Not in a bad way.
0: I think she was just excited and really wanted to, like, share. Like, you mm-hmm. can obviously tell, like, she is very passionate about Drag Race and wants to do so well in this, yes. on this season. Um. So, yeah, I think she just was overly excited.
1: Yeah, definitely all right you guys let's go ahead and switch gears and get into the comedy challenge so now we're in rupaul's shady shack
2: <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the shack bitches <laughs> oh my gosh it's so dark in here is that toilet paper on your shoe it's so shady oh my
1: god it's dead skin ah! everyone's dead in here <laughs> that's
2: some exfoliation for you <laughs>
1: All right, so we'll go ahead and just talk about each queen's comedy performance in show order. So we'll start with Juju B. Did you think like she did well?
2: I thought Juju It took her a little bit to warm up. Like she, I'm not gonna say she was stiff. It's more of just maybe overthinking the jokes and trying to like do the over-explain story time kind of shtick. But by the end, she warmed up and was very funny, and I think the audience enjoyed her.
0: Yeah, I was actually kind of surprised because I thought Juju would have been would have done better than what she did. Actually, um, I thought there was some like funny jokes about um, whenever she was talking about the books and she was like, "Blair, a book is a <laughs> <laughs> that was funny <laughs> is paper that you can read." <laughs> but um, I thought that was funny. I thought I don't know. I thought she had like good energy. It just some of the jokes in the beginning just kind of fell flat to me. Yes.
1: Yeah, it definitely took some time to, like, work up to that. But I think GGB was really funny towards the end, so I think that kind of saved her for sure. Yeah, she was just really funny. I don't know. I I thought that she did a great performance.
2: The recovery saved her. You could tell she got comfortable, and when GGB is comfortable, she's the most hilarious, and, you know, jokes just fly. So she got there.
1: Yeah, definitely. All right, so we're on our second Act of the day, and this is Blair St. Clair. How do you feel that this went?
2: I have like terrible secondhand embarrassment for people in moments like this, and it was just so painful. I was just so uncomfortable the entire time watching this, <laughs> both times. Oh my gosh! Like, one. She didn't have the act memorized, and she had a whole-ass, like, thick-ass steno notebook that she was flipping on stage.
1: Yeah, a little baby notebook. Into
2: a microphone, like, crinkle, silence, crinkle, crinkle. (laughs) And then, like, the joke, and the jokes weren't landing. Oh, it's just so hard to watch. Yeah,
0: I felt really bad for her because the jokes I felt like were actually pretty funny. It was just that... It was, you could just tell she was nervous and the notepad and the pauses, it was just like she wasn't prepared and I get it. Like, it's definitely not something easy to do to remember all that and like have to go up there without a notepad and stuff, but it just, it was, it was just cringeworthy basically. Very much so. I just felt so embarrassed for her, but it was just like, I wish she would have had, maybe she didn't have enough time or whatever but i wish she would have had more time to like memorize everything or at least understand like or remember what she was going to say because that's really what took away from it for me was just those like
1: pauses yeah right and also too like there's a difference between not having everything memorized but she could only remember like three words at a time Right. So there was a lot of ta- looking back to the notebook.
2: And if you're going to use like a prop, like a notebook to your advantage that way, at least like make it part of the act, like incorporate it into the act. So if you're flipping a page a certain way, it's like the tone and the attitude of what you're serving. No one's going to be like, oh, she was reading her notes because it's just part of the act. But. It, she was like reading word for word.
0: Yeah, it reminded me actually of like um, season twelve, which just air. Gigi Good doing her comedy on on stage, but it was like way worse than Gigi. It was like an amplified <laughs> version of Gigi's yikes performance.
1: Ouch! And maybe not wear our fingernails at all next time. <laughs> <laughs> like even the small ones. Did you no favors, girl? Right. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, if she just would have been more prepared, I think that it would have gone a lot better for her. So, and, and maybe she was nervous, you know, I think you could tell, um, more at the beginning of the, of the performance that she was just really nervous and like almost shaking a little bit. But mm-hmm. once things started to fail, she was really just like flipping pages <laughs> furiously.
2: Yeah, for
1: real. All right, what about Ms. Cracker?
2: I thought Ms. Cracker was very enjoyable. This is like... Like Stoney said earlier, this is the challenge you expect Ms. Cracker to win. But I think that she really brought her A game. She gave us some curveballs, um, jokes we haven't heard before. And um, she really had the crowd's attention. And you can tell everybody was just eating up what she was serving.
0: Yeah, she did a really good job. You could tell she was very comfortable out there, wasn't nervous at all. You know, Jamal and I we went and saw Ms. Cracker, I think right after her season aired Uh and very much giving the same energy when we saw her, like she's just so like relaxed, very funny, just like these off the cuff comments. You're not expecting like, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of the, the plot twist with them, but (laughs) um, yeah, I just think she did such a good job. And to me, like I thought Shay did really good, but I thought overall, I thought
2: um, Ms was the clear winner from this for me she brought like the energy like the energy was just like turned all the way up it stayed up and she just kept like you know bringing the jokes and bringing the people up with that like that energy like everybody had it
1: absolutely cracker was just so funny i mean she had lots of great jokes like the one about how the eating disorder works (laughs) (laughs) she's like look how skinny i am yeah (laughs)
2: body shaming works (laughs)
1: yes it works
2: actually she was
0: oh sorry I was saying I actually thought the joke about she was like I'm from New York but I'm like not that mean or something I think is what she said but I thought that was like actually funny and there wasn't that many chuckles from it
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was really funny and then also the one where she's like and I'm a Jew (laughs) i can say that not you (laughs) yes
2: that was cute (laughs)
1: uh she's always so funny this was like definitely made for her and maybe juju i don't know there are lots of funny queens this season so there were it could have been anybody's game
2: yeah i mean this was clearly juju and miz's challenge from like the beginning but um miz definitely excelled a bit more
1: Definitely. So let's talk about Shay because she basically had to throw away her whole entire like plan the day before and come up with a new routine for the day. Yeah, talk about like
2: just being a chameleon. Um, Shay is really good under pressure i think for the most part and once she got out of her head you know it probably wasn't very hard for her to come up with this new act it flowed she wasn't looking at any notes or turning pages on stage <laughs> yeah i liked her backup plan of like well if i'm not funny i'm gonna look gorgeous so <laughs> she wore this gown I was like that's a smart move bitch yeah i thought yeah
1: i think that gown was a little too elevated for a comedy show but she looked stunning <laughs> yes
0: no, and I thought it was really, really good. Like I thought, you know, kind of the judges gave her the critique about Whoopi Goldberg and like coming out there and just kind of having like a conversation with your audience. Yeah. I thought that's where Shay like really excelled. She just kinda of went out there. It wasn't like your typical like, oh, I'm gonna set up a joke and here it is. Like it was more just having a conversation with like jokes like peppered in. So I really enjoyed that.
2: Yeah, Um, that's a good note because she probably, that was the moment that probably saved her. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, definitely that. And then also when Ross is suggesting to make jokes about the finale because it has been such like a um, big moment in Shay's life and in her career that like once you can make a joke about yourself, you can really like just move past it. So I thought that that was really great advice as well.
2: Yes, continued healing.
1: And I loved her joke about oh like i wanted to think about a blonde joke but there's one already here (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. that was
2: really funny because she had (laughs) ms had that fucking giant blonde ass helmet hair on (laughs)
1: yeah i was like oh is it gonna be blair oh wait no it's (laughs) it's cracker yeah
2: not tonight it's miss tonight
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh man yeah shay did really great yeah she had a lot of success so that just shows how naturally funny that shay is and she can just you know come up with this routine on the fly so good for her
2: yes good job queens these challenges are never easy i feel like i would completely bomb in something like this
1: yeah. Oh yeah. Same. I I feel like I'm similarly funny to Shay, whereas I'm funny in conversation. So to come up with a routine is kind of like it would be really challenging for me, even though that's what I do every time for this podcast.
2: <laughs> yeah, you, you might turn it out. I don't know how yeah, I'd be like, I don't know, Beavis and Butthead yeah, over here. I feel
0: like the only way <laughs> the only way that I could do it would it would have to be like something like Shay did or like uh like a kathy griffin where you're just going out and like talking shit about
1: people <laughs> yeah like, that's, 100%. that's the only way i could do it <laughs> <laughs> definitely and i don't know how successful i am so maybe <laughs> maybe you guys appreciate my dad humor out there i don't know
2: uh i like but your dad humor
1: yay someone likes me <laughs> i'm drinking champagne <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys, let's go ahead and take a quick break here. And then when we come back, we'll get into the runway. Sounds good. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming hello everyone and welcome back to our honesty spill of the week we are about to get into the runway who's excited
2: it's time one of the final runways the season has flown by so we should see some good things this one
0: yes i'm ready to let my freak flag
2: fly
1: oh freak out (laughs) <laughs> yes, category is ah, uh, freak out. So, this was interpreted in a couple of different ways this episode. There were the ones who were just making it like interpreted it, it as a club kid challenge, uh-huh. which is something we've sort of seen before on the I think it was on All Stars three,
2: the club kid with runway.
1: Yeah, with because that was the one with milk. I believe.
2: Yeah. Trinity had a cool look too.
1: Yeah. So people interpreted it as that. Um, Ms. Cracker interpreted more as like freaky spooky. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And she was the only one that really interpreted it in that manner on the runway. But I did see that on Gina posted what her look would have been like. And it was very much in the same vein as Ms. Cracker. Mm. Um, There's like a spooky look and she had like a severed head.
2: Oh, and so you can yeah. go so many different directions with this theme because for me, like I immediately just kind of thought, like, oh, these are going to be disco looks. But then um, we noticed a lot of like the club kid vibe, and then with Ms. Cracker being more on the spooky side, it was like, oh yeah, well freaks come out at night,
1: <laughs> yeah, and during the day, <laughs> yeah, all the hours, <laughs> yeah. So that we did see a lot of interesting looks. So let's go ahead and get into them starting with vivacious (laughs) i mean jujube (laughs)
2: Uh, i like this look a lot because um of course she was the first on the runway right so she had this crazy out of the box look um nobody was registering At least my mind was not registering Club Kid when I heard the category, so it really caught me off guard as a viewer. And I liked how the face came off. We saw her with just her eyes, and then the rest was this crazy outfit. And then underneath, of course, was a really pretty face beat that connected to the story.
0: Yeah, the first time I watched the episode i didn't hear what rue said was the category so i was like oh is it club kid is that what
2: the that's what happened category is (laughs) um but it was
0: just like i don't know i thought it was a cool look it wasn't like in my mind that's not where i would have went like with freak but i thought it was an interesting take on it i thought it i thought overall the look was cool though i liked it
1: definitely it was really interesting i really liked the makeup it was very like much to me a throwback to miley cyrus bangers tour makeup that we would see her wear mm. like in that era um like miley cyrus and her dead pets <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah i loved this look the clashing patterns worked and i love like the whole little chain plushy thing that was really fun too we love a chunky accessory and those heels girl they made her actually tall
2: (laughs) ridiculous she said they were 10 inches
1: yeah that's a little too big for me
2: i definitely would have broken my neck
1: (laughs) i would have broken something girl (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so next we have Blair St. Clair, which I think deserves extra props because she was the only one that was wearing a face mask and social distancing Uh, she
2: foresaw the future on this one didn't she
1: (laughs) I know I feel like All Stars
0: 5 was like I don't know it's a premonition on like current events because (laughs) remember
1: Mariah's like first performance and then then India was Jeffree Star in Snatch Game yeah Uh, (laughs) yeah i'm like what the fuck is happening what's happening
2: (laughs) oh mercy i thought this was cute though it was like giving you kind of bubbly furry with a little bit of an edge yeah i thought it was fun i didn't realize like this look from blair i'm like damn she
0: is so skinny like like she's just so rail thin rail thin
2: exactly um yeah
0: but i don't know i thought this was fun it was a freak i don't even know I don't know if she was, like, going for, like, a BDSM slash, like, fun, like, carnival freak type. I
2: thought, like, you know, playful furry, you know, like, the furry community. yeah, I guess that's true. Letting her freak flag fly. fly.
1: (laughs) Well, she does eat ass. (laughs) She did make that clear. (laughs) Crystal. Crystal. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Her look was real fun. I don't know... I don't know. The tail almost seems out of place to me, but somehow it still works. All of these different patterns and colors and things like that. I think that she had a really good look, and I really liked her hair as well.
2: The hair was fun.
1: And who doesn't like a giant pink boot, you know? (laughs) (laughs) That's true. (laughs) So now we have our spooky look, Ms. Cracker.
2: I like that this whole... um... This whole storyline she gave us on the runway, like the intro, look, the reveal, was very like dramatic with the uh, mask and the kind of decorative cloak, and then dropping all of that to reveal this really spooky, sleek scarecrow. <laughs> yeah I was into it it's different it's not what you're expecting and it looked great
0: yeah and Miz was definitely like wearing like a hazmat suit in the beginning so very uh (laughs) current events uh but yeah I liked her look I thought after she took off the mask and the um coat or whatever I thought that she looked super spooky and freaky so I really liked her contacts how she had two different colors it was like white and black Mm -hmm. in the full body like suit or whatever i don't know i thought it was a it was a really good
2: look from her
1: hair down to the floor yes
2: i love (laughs) a long wave.
1: yeah i loved it a lot i mean crackers had some very conceptual runways this season uh like the first one with the three in one where she had like the big egg sort of look (laughs) and now we you know she comes out and she has this big like death mask on yeah it was just it was just really crazy to see on the runway but it was so cool
2: she is just going for it she's i think miss cracker is out of her head and she's just doing what you know what she knows to be the best miss cracker and it's really starting to show
1: definitely yeah i liked her look a lot i loved her makeup yeah i mean i guess there's just really not much you can say bad about this look um, last but not least, we'll talk about Shay Coulet.
2: I thought this was a fun, safe look from Shay. I was getting, the only bit of freak I got from it was the, um, kind of bondagey kind of detail on the bodysuit. Like, that's definitely, um, sexy and on the freakier side if you're into a nice leathery, um, lingerie moment. <laughs> and then the rest of it was very, like, club kid, kind of, um, rave, raver person- accessorizing and whatnot
0: i like this look i thought it was i mean there was the whole like leather straps and all that with the like pink bodysuit but i thought with the jacket and just the hair like you could tell like she's just like out to have a good time is kind of just a free living spirit i don't know and like when the judges were critiquing it i just it didn't make sense to me why they were being so harsh because i was like to me this was on par with everyone else like it didn't seem like looking at her versus like a blair or a juju i'm like i don't see like how you could say shea
1: is less than those looks
2: yeah i'd agree with that i did like those cookie monster platforms
1: yeah those pla- those giant blue fuzzy boots with the eyes all over it you're telling me that's not freaky like come on michelle i know and also michelle michelle's <laughs> like
0: she was like, "You kidding me? You're gonna come out here with like a jacket, a bodysuit, leather straps, platform shoes, and a wig." And I'm like, "You just listed off <laughs> like twenty fucking things, girl!" Like, so <laughs> <laughs> like she came out
1: just like in a bodysuit, you know? <laughs> right? I was like, "Get off of your high horse. This was in the same on the same level as um as Jujubee and Blair." So uh, Michelle and Ross were both out of pocket on this judging i don't understand this was so rude
2: yeah these this is the queen's interpretations so before you slam them maybe dig into the why or the inspiration behind the look
1: and i was digging the 90s inspiration on her look too yes ditto that hair was something something special (laughs) (laughs) leave it to shay yes So the winner of this challenge is Ms. Cracker, immediately sending her to the top three. Yes, she
2: gets the um, yellow brick road open to her first VIP status to the finale. I always felt like she would get up there and she turned it out and got to the finale. So I was right about Ms. this season. Yeah, and I agreed
0: with the judges. I thought she should have won just based off her performance. I thought her look was... Like one of the top looks. So, yeah, she uh, to me, she definitely should have been in the top.
1: Definitely. I agree. Uh, so, now it's time to deliberate. And we are getting another hard and emotional sell to keep Blair St. Clair in the competition
2: oh child this is like so hard to watch because you can tell she just really really wants it so bad but unfortunately like you know that report card does play a role and it it just makes it easier for the other queens to make a decision so sorry Blair
0: yeah I think that I don't know. I just was like, I felt bad for Blair. And you could obviously tell she wants to be there. But to me, it was like the obvious choice. Like, mm-hmm. she's the only one that hasn't been in the top. She's struggled and quite a few challenges here lately. So it's just, it made sense that she would go next.
1: Yeah, definitely. Then, you know, the other girls also do give an emotional plea for why they should be still on the show next week. And then we have a poopery ad placement. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, Juju trying to get out of that suit to go to the restroom. I can't even imagine.
1: Oh yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, former sponsors of our show too. So, come on, poopery, we're ready for you again. Yeah,
2: if you're listening, come oh on God. through.
0: Are we going to do another pumpkin spice episode this year? We'll have to
2: talk. We'll have to talk about that. <laughs> I'm down.
1: We love the tasting pumpkin spice episode. We can't (laughs) not do that. And
2: you get to eat carbs. Oh, yeah. Sweet.
1: (laughs) 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 Work. All right. So now it's time for the lip sync. And it's time to find out who the last lip sync (laughs) assassin Assassin (laughs) is going to be. And it is none other than the dancing diva herself, Kennedy Davenport. We'd predicted
2: that Kennedy would pop up on the show, and here she is. Yes. Final boss,
0: Karen. (laughs) Let's bring back Kennedy and have her sing fancy so we can waste her talents.
1: <laughs> Yay. Let's pick a really boring song that no one can dance to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was Shady Boots Girl. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, as somebody that grew up in uh southern Indiana and listened to country a lot, this song is a good country song. However, that does not mean it should be on drag race. <laughs>
1: Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, they did what they could. Cracker found like her one moment to do like a split or something. <laughs> she won him over enough. Yeah, I don't know. It just <laughs> yeah. In in her in Cracker's like face beat for this song choice was a little bit of a weird selection because she had a very glam face pointed on like glam rock hmm. for a country song, and she knew what the song was going to be. Yeah, maybe she had a different vision. Who knows? So yeah, so Miss Cracker does win the lip sync, and she is the first queen to, or the second queen to win a lip sync because the only person that had won up to this point was Shay Couleé. Yes, Ooh,
2: All Stars Five facts. Yeah, because Miss yes. won
1: twenty grand. Yes, she's won um three competitions and one lip sync. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes
1: numbers <laughs> wow math <laughs> so uh, the queen that she chose to be eliminated is of course Blair St. Clair. Uh, this was a very emotional elimination
2: yes poor Blair I felt like the poor thing knew it was coming but you know she fought she campaigned to stay there I don't think there's anything wrong in letting the people know where you stand and why you stand that way but um, this was just not your time Miss Blair
0: yeah, and I thought I I was sad to see her go, but I think she made a lot of improvement from her last season and I was glad she was on All Stars Five because we got <laughs> us all we got to see a lot of cool stuff from her this season. Yeah.
1: We did and there was a lot of good stuff that we didn't get to see because if you guys watched her Watch a Packin', there were two incredible looks that she showed off. That I'm just so I'm mad for her that she didn't get to show.
0: I agree. I saw that too and I was like, "Oh my god, the one with the music notes. I was like, that is amazing."
1: <laughs> yeah, that one was really good. And then th- there was a d- another one that I remember just being like, "Look at all the details. Like, this is so this is like Met Gala shit right here." You know, Blair does not play with the fashions. She definitely doesn't. And I loved her exit line. Well, I do declare I am the Blair St. Clair. Ooh. Shh. (laughs) 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 She really gave Rue what she wanted. Yeah, she did. What a good sport. (laughs) Yes. So then as the show is ending, the phone rings and Rue Paul really seems scared to answer the phone as if Rue Paul from the future is calling her. You know, the RuPaul that got so rich from fracking that she was able to immortalize herself by infusing her body with robot parts. What could be scarier than that? I don't know, Damn. Queen. <laughs> you really dragged her on that one. I mean, it just came to mind. It's not like I a joke I had planned or anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the the ga- this gag is, but it'll be interesting to see. I'm like... I'm guessing it has something to do with the queens coming back to, like, judge all of the
2: other queens, but we'll Jury see. Jury status, like All-Stars 3.
1: Or 2, right? Was it 2? No, 3. It I, was, I think yeah, you're yeah, right. It was Trixie season. Yeah. You're right. But yeah, like, did you guys watch the teaser for the next episode?
0: Yeah, with like Alexis and all the queens coming back.
1: Yeah, it looks like all the queens come back and they're sort of just chit-chatting. So it doesn't look like any of them are going to return to the competition because they still show the top three doing a music video. So Hmm. I'm not sure if they are there, just kind of what you said, jury style. Maybe this is like sort of their um, attempt at a mini reunion episode. I I don't know if we're going to get one.
2: Yeah, I guess it can go either way. Yeah, because we don't traditionally get a, like a
0: full-on reunion for All-Stars seasons. Except for All-Stars 2. Oh, we did get one for All-Stars 2. Okay, I guess... But since then... Okay, yeah, so maybe it is just like a, let's get them all together so they can bitch at each other type situation.
1: <laughs> yeah, and Derek's back, so I just know it's going to be shady and I'm going to be living for it. <laughs> you know
2: Derek is bringing the heat. <laughs>
1: yes, girl. So, we're real excited to see what happens next week in the finale. You guys will have to let us know who you think is going to win.
2: Yes, please let us know online, Twitter, Instagram. You know where to find us.
1: Yes. And I think it's safe to say that all of us on this podcast are hashtag Team Shay.
2: Yeah, probably. Yeah,
0: I mean, that's who I'm rooting for. <laughs> I'm fine with, like, anyone. Honestly, of this top three, I would be fine. But, I mean... I don't know if Shay, Shay didn't Shay's win, moment. I would also be like devastated. So it needs to be Shay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This
2: is Shay. Do the right thing, RuPaul. <laughs> yeah, you hear us, Ru. This is Shay's moment. Don't ruin it. You don't
0: fucking need any of these. Like, I kind of feel bad for Juju B in a way, just because it's like, damn bitch, how many times can you get top three without winning? Right. But um, I don't know. This is Shay's time.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I think if anyone besides Shay didn't win, I would want Juju for that reason that you said yeah but at the same time cracker has won the most challenges mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh. so it's a tough call here <laughs> interesting tea and i also feel like i don't know we already
0: have like Trixie as a all-stars winner like we already have that spot
1: <laughs> <laughs> the comedy queen slot has been filled yeah <laughs> All right, well, let's go ahead and switch gears here and get into the fantasy league. Stoney, what do you have for us this week? Yeah, so this week, so I'll just go ahead
0: and say so, like, Blair was eliminated. So that basically means that all three of us have one queen left in the finale, which is pretty awesome. (laughs) So I believe, Seth, you have Shay, Jamal has Juju B, and I have Miss Cracker.
1: Um, Do I get any points for having two queens in the top four, or... Well, so I changed <laughs> it so that it was...
0: If your queen makes the top three, which is the finale. So it would be top four if, if four was the finale. But since the finale uh, was top three, we all rude. we all get 40 points.
2: Yay! Um, Woo! So we did it!
0: After <laughs> seven full episodes... Jamal's in last place no. with 190 points.
2: No!
1: You're doing so much better, though.
0: <laughs> I am in second place with 200 points. Oh, wow. And Seth is in first place with 250 points.
1: Oh, my God. I'm still winning. I thought that you would catch up to me because Ms. Cracker won. (sighs) No, girl. (laughs) LOL. Sorry. But (laughs) honestly, this episode,
0: the finale is going to determine whoever wins will determine the winner of this league because the winner gets 80 points. So, basically... So,
1: if Cracker wins, you could win.
0: Yeah. Well, I will win. But
1: maybe not Jamal. (laughs)
0: Well, no, Jamal would still win because he would get 270 points. So basically, it's
1: whoever wins this finale will win the Fantasy League. Oh. Uh, ooh. And I'm Team Shea, so you, ba- you basically have to just say that I'm going to win, right? I might <laughs> change my allegiance to Cracker. We need two comedy wow. queens and, the- <laughs> and all-stars. <laughs> Stoney's <is> hashtag canceled. <laughs>
2: there goes that cancel culture again
1: (laughs) yes girl sorry we we all voted so you can never show your face in public again you're ruined for the rest of your life sorry girl I don't make the rules but um yeah so stay tuned next week and we'll see who wins the show and the fantasy league uh let's go ahead and transition into untucked i don't have too much to talk about but there you know there's just a couple things here um so if you guys are leaving thanks for coming and if you're ready to talk about untucked let's get into it so um one thing that surprised me that i learned in untucked was that i didn't realize all of the bad things that had happened to ms cracker over the last year um, with her mom going blind she had to sit by her partner who was sick in the hospital and had a flooded apartment
2: yeah like when it rains it pours yeah that that's terrible
0: i i believe Ms was talking about her mom on her season if i remember correctly uh-huh. um but yeah i completely forgot about that so that's that's terrible
1: Yeah, it was really sad to hear about. um, I think that Ms. Cracker is not the type of queen that typically shares, like, all of that personal information. Because she wants to be the funny one. And and that's how she kind of processes things in life.
2: Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't necessarily put that all out there as that being part of who she is. She is more reserved that way.
1: Right. So then we get that little moment of jujube referencing uh valentina because you know she had her face covered initially with her look yes (laughs) i'd like to keep it on please
2: (laughs) uh we love a good reference like that too especially an iconic one like miss valentina
1: yeah that was super cute So then also, you know, just it was nice to see the bond between the top four because throughout the whole season, everyone was being so shady against each other. So it was nice at the end to finally be like, you know, they're all a family and that sort of thing. And I really enjoyed getting to see that.
2: We love the warm moments.
0: Yes, it was nice to see, especially after season 12 was such like a close cast. It was weird, like seeing them all fight again.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And then... um you know, it it really was an emotional episode because they had bonded and you see Juju B having like a little breakdown with Shay outside of the stage about like who they were voting for. And then like, how can I hug her after I voted for her?
2: Yeah. I mean, it's really tough because a lot of these girls are friends outside of the show and then they might come on all stars and get closer or they don't know each other, but they still get like super close and connected because they're sharing this experience. So, I'm sure I'd be a wreck trying to make a decision, too.
1: Definitely. Then, you know, we're, you know, doing our little exit interview um, with HR back there. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And you can you can just see how devastated Blair is. And it was just like so sad to see because like Blair is so pure. Like you just when when Blair is sad, you're just like, oh, no, it's just like when your animal's sad and you just want the little dog to be happy and prancing around again. I know.
0: And then Michelle like walks in she's like, make sure you leave
1: your badge at the front. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We'll mail you your last paycheck in two to three weeks. (laughs) Oh my gosh. But then the last thing that was uh, really great was the video from Blair's mom, uh, like on her exit, and I was just like tearing up because it's just so cute, like how much Blair's mom loves her, but also like a lot of the things that she say is so true. Just because you got out, well, and Michelle said it too. Just because you got out on, right before the finale doesn't like me make you like anything less. Like you are still an all star and really talented.
2: Yeah, and that's so true. This message from Blair's mom was really sweet because we've known since we've met Blair that mom was one of their biggest cheerleaders. So that was a nice message to receive from them specifically. And I think that it's something Blair needed.
0: Yeah, I thought it was a really cute message as well. It was nice to see like her and Blair both like so caring. You could just tell from the message. And Blair's just... I don't know. It's sad because you could tell she just really wants to be here and she wants to do such a good job. So I hate that like her dream was like crushed, but she has to remember that she made top four and that's not anything to be sad about.
1: Yeah. And her mom was like, I made all of your dresses. (laughs) (laughs) Right.
0: Plug, plug. (laughs) And Gigi's like, you skank.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You bitch. That was my thing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. But, uh, yes, this was a great way, you know, to see Blair go out. Because while she was devastated, she did have that emotional support from her mom. And, you know, you could see sort of her journey through her emotions where at the end she's like, I'm going to make it. I'm going to be fine. Like that sort of thing. So it was lovely to watch Blair on TV again.
2: It was. um, We've always been excited to see what Blair is going to do. And I'm sure the feeling is the same.
1: Yes, girl. Feelings mutual. (laughs) (laughs) all right you guys well we've made it through another episode of rupaul's drag race all stars five as always make sure you subscribe and tell your friends about the podcast because there will always be new podcasts coming out you know we're getting close to having probably a long off season because i don't think there are any seasons in the back catalog uh, we'll still be putting out off-season content, maybe not as frequently uh, as we, you know, do these weekly episodes. But you know, we still have a season of Canada's Drag Race to get through first before we even think about that.
2: That's right. And remember, we have over 150 episodes now, wherever you stream your podcast. So um, check out some of the old off-season content episodes and get ready for some of the surprises we'll have for you.
1: That's right. We're always going to be having fun. So make sure you definitely leave a review if you had a good experience. Let HR know how they did. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we'll be back next week with the finale. And then on Thursday, we'll be back with Canada's Drag Race. So until then, Bye. bye.